Your brain might just help you learn something in more ways than one. Welcome to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Dr. Bell is a licensed marriage and family therapist. He'll be your guide on this crazy exploration designed to bring life back into our existence. Can you become the element of change in an ever-changing world? Possibly, but you've got to listen on to find out. Now here is the host of Absurd Psychology, Dr. Gary Bell. Everybody, all right. Today we're talking about starting over again, and you know, every December there's an end of year, basically a cultural assessment that happens in media and in people's lives, and we're presented this in all kinds of blogs and and uh, social media places that, where they ask us to take stock of how our year went and begin to consider how we can make the coming year more abundant, gratifying for ourselves, our company, our family, maybe even the world. You know, whether or not we're granted a fresh start every year, the world is set up so we believe it's possible. But a fresh start, you know, doesn't have to involve starting something new. It means letting go of the past. And that, my friends, is really one of the biggest problems in our culture. We tend to live in the past and forecast the future and forget about being in the present. You know, the, the, the most of the time it feels easier to stay with people, places, positions until forward motion has entirely ceased. And we procrastinate and put things off and don't look at what's not healthy in our life. Don't look at what is toxic in our life. And we need a whole new way of looking at our current situations. You know, the diminishing returns are still return on an investment. Hanging on until something becomes unbearable sometimes feel like the only choice. And it's only later what you shake your head and wonder how you let it go as bad as it is for so long. Knowing when to make a move takes years of experience and a wide lens of view of where you are in life. But the truth is, life has changed. Life is faith-based. We take leaps of faith. We don't know what the outcomes are going to come. But we do understand that some things fit us and some things don't. There's many people that live what are called obligatory lives or apologetically, living apologetically. And what that basically means is they live a life that doesn't have any room for themselves. Often it's because they're indecisive. Decisive people have a much better chance of changing their lives and creating a new start in many ways. And it doesn't have to be your whole life. It could be your outlook on life. It could be on the, the looking at your body and get, making it better, making it healthier so you can live longer. You know, there's a lot of people out there in this world that live what's called a suicidal life. And what that really means is they are killing themselves through alcohol, drugs, or the way they live, or food, or, or, or you know, fast food, or, or living too quickly to take care of themselves, or living without exercise. You know, there's so many people that put themselves on a suicidal clock. And they don't know when they're going to exit this life, but they're headed that way. Cigarettes, you know, drugs, all of that creates a suicidal life. You know, letting go is the flip side of starting over. And most of the time it feels easier to stay in the same places and positions. But the truth is every day is a new start. And it's making oneself believe the truth in such a simple statement that's the hard part. The meaning of life is allowing yourself to be in the moment you're in. 
engaged with the people or the places or the things that you are at and be in that spot. And that is when we are truly alive. Unfortunately, people have to take a vacation and put themselves in an entirely different environment where they entirely have to adapt from all sensory perceptions simply because that's what it takes for them to feel alive. Otherwise, they just do muscle memory throughout the course of their life. You know, it's making yourself uh, uh, understand that when we arrive at a wall or a dead end, we know we have no choice but to train our minds to doing what's best for ourselves, develop new habits. Over time, some of these habits become as ingrained as uh, self-defeating choices we've previously made. Change happens constantly in the world. Why can't it take place in your own life? The trick is to make change work in your favor, not against you. That means that if we're going to make big life choices to start all over again, our biggest task is not to make an emotional decision, not to react to where we're at, but to actually to uh, respond to where we're at. And that means to use logic and conclusions and, and, and good thinking to try to understand the benefits of change. You know, the people we're most emotionally invested in are our significant others, our friends, our family members, our children. Beyond that are people who we work with daily and our community at large. But people who go through tough times together develop strong emotional attachments. And you only get to know how a person reacts in changing situations over time. So in action, adventure, love story movies, that this dynamically plays out regularly, often with the characters trading off, saving each other's lives over the course of the film or the story. And in real life, a hero might be someone who pulls a victim out of a burning building or someone who is the breadwinner of a household. Change happens over the length of a lifetime and in an instant. And we have to be able to be responsive to that and resilient. Depending to start or stay in a relationship, a job, a community often hinges on the idea of making a difference. More and more, this is the deciding factor in people's lives. So during COVID, what happened was a lot of people reevaluated their work and made a decision that that wasn't who they were anymore. And that's good. That's healthy. And what that does is it creates new opportunity for them to expand and change and evolve. You know, in a, in a new relationship holds a prime promise, especially during the honeymoon phase, of a different way of interacting with yourself and the world. And a new job can change your life and the lives who depend on you, both starting over as a complete physical rebuilding of a town or a community, doing the difficult work of rebuilding trust in local global communities takes time and effort and grit and commitment. And even at the end of the year, we turn the page on a calendar. Notice it's a new year. Consider all the habits or resolutions we want to break free from or reinforce. Just thinking about changing doesn't do the trick. Small and large actions lead to the big and little differences we want to appear. So change happens in a way of, of you know, taking a walk happens. Open the door, have your feet carry forward, and do a, and, and enjoy the day. You know, the deal is we spend too much time, instead of go, just go, and then find out what happens. We spend too much time leading up to the go and talking ourselves out of the go. What we need to do is go. Go, but do it logically. 
do it with some structure, do it with some infrastructure so that you can have a soft landing and have the opportunity to expand your life and change your life. We're all familiar with the feeling of a fresh start, whether it's the first day on a new job, the beginning of a new uh, month of sales, or simply the start of a week on a Monday morning. First, have a way of de de uh, decoupling your past performances from what's going to be next. You know, the researchers have often dubbed this item as the fresh start effect. And it says that people are better at tackling their goals when they start on a so-called temporal landmarks, which that would be like a new year or the first of the month or the beginning of the week or as soon as you got married. You know, fresh starts are often accompanied by some instance of failure or subpar past performance. And as a type of psychological resetting, it's a strategy that can be helpful in bouncing back from previous failure. Yes, my friends, resiliency, resiliency, resiliency. If you look in the Bible, if you look at any great story that you read and you really truly treasured, it had a lot to do with a person being resilient. That is important. That's what fresh starts do. And that means you can change your mind about how you interact with people at any moment, at any day. It does not take a landmark to do that. You know, a vast majority of work looking at fresh start effects is limited to performance resets and are results oriented. No, life is process oriented. Invest in the process and you will get better outcomes. The process is much more important than the outcomes. That means each day you're building towards something greater for yourself, you know, and it's important for us to invest in our life. You know, it's also important to understand that we have to be buoyant. Yes, we have to be buoyant. That's one thing. But we also have to have enough soul and enough interaction with ourselves to go deeper below the surface and discover our true wisdom, which is much deeper than our egos. Many people live on the surface of an ego of how they present, how they act, how they're seen, how they're responded to. We've spent too much time building that ego, but then we lose our wisdom. And the wisdom is underneath the ego. And the wisdom is what takes a fresh start to bring that up and actually tap in to our life's experiences and what they've taught us, because those can help other people. Those can make you an expert at something that other people may not be an expert at. For instance, if you've emotionally engaged in doing a difficult task with someone else and accomplished something else with somebody else and worked hard at it and became an expert at it, you have a new tool to help other people with. You know, tracking a goal performance is to know where you stand. We all want to know where we stand, especially in relationships. So before you can utilize or avoid performance resets to improve your performance, you must first make sure that you're actually tracking your goal performances. So if you're looking for outcomes, you need to track your performance. If you don't do that, you're not going to be able to understand what kind of progress you're making. You know, tracking your progress as far as losing weight, tracking your progress as far as how many fights you have with your spouse. Tracking your progress was how well your children are responding to you. How often are you getting angry? How often are you enraged? How often do you feel disrespected? You know, this is really, really important. How often are you listening? Can you track that? Do you listen well? Because if you do, you're inviting a great life for yourself. 
you know, that th this is part of the goal setting that many of us overlook and often despise. You don't have to change everything about you, but there are ingredients of you that are no longer compatible with where you are in your life. And that means you need to change your attitude about it. You also need to change your modality towards that. You know, give yourself a limit to avoid becoming overly preoccupied or overwhelmed with personal progress. Give yourself a daily or a weekly time slot for when you can make note of, of a check on your progress reports. How many times did I work out? How long did I work out? How intense was the workout? You know, that's the kind of things that we want to do, investing in the process of becoming a healthier, better person. That's what the goal is when it comes to changing your life and starting over again is to become the better person, the real person that you are and offering that to the people who love you. You do not have to change relationships with your family. But what's important to understand is you may have to change how you respond to your family. You may change how you look at your spouse. Are you in a marriage that you're trying to be married or you will be married? If you will be married, that means you are there for a commitment. We're going to make it. If you will be the parent, then you are committed. But when you do this half-assed try thing, the try thing is what takes our life apart because we always give ourselves the back door. Highly irresponsible, highly ineffective, highly, highly stressful because there's always a back door. And it's sad, but people find it and use it quite often. You know, ask a friend. Accountability can be the issue when it comes to tracking your personal progress. If you find it difficult to consistently keep track of your own performance metrics, uh, uh, reach out to someone to help you that you trust. And it's also important to understand that your motivator can't be how other people perceive you. Your motivator needs to be about you. You don't need to be seeking validation that you've changed. You need to just understand that I am changing and I'm doing it for me. And that's the only reason you would want to change. Otherwise, it won't stick because you're always seeking somebody else to tell you how great you are because you've changed. That's not the goal. You know, think big to keep your success rolling. If you've been tracking your personal progress and things are looking great, we'll assume you're coming out of a period of success and not failure. So how can you keep up the momentum? Now's the time to avoid any sort of reset. To do so, you want to ensure that you are mentally viewing your progress in a smooth and continuous manner. What that means is you understand that you're in a progressive good pocket of your life and you want to earmark it and remember it so that it becomes a baseline that you always want to come back to. You know, by framing your performance is part of an ongoing sequence of events and you can avoid the feelings of a fresh start. Remember, you want to stay away from the restarts in times when things are going well. So that means you make a visual uh, uh, about how proficient at tracking your progress. You create something that visually you understand your progress. Keep your archives. Check your weight if that's what you need to do. Know when it's time to rely on a fresh start. You're one month in and reviewing your progress. A slew of red dots Litter the page of your progress and visual and you're overcome by feelings of self-doubt. So the current research is, urges us to latch on to fresh starts when we're faced with failure and poor performance. In other words, now is the time to narrow your focus and discard the big picture perspective. Now we need to get into the granular and we need to understand that toxic relationships with anything, whether it's an object, whether it's something we consume, whether it's a, a, a people, Get rid of them. 
get them out of your life or minimize their role in your life to where you have a better sense of control of who you are. You know, once you've received the feedback that you need to improve, your old failures are virtually useless to you. They are only meant for you to learn. You do not sit in the past and live in guilt and shame from the stupid things you've done. You learn from them. You know, one easy way to avoid getting caught up in the past mistakes is by getting rid of the evidence. However, before you do that, take some time to analyze the trends of your past and, and, and then hit the delete button. And that means you, you're you done with it. You don't have to talk about it anymore. You've learned what you needed to learn. Now you build onto something better. Anything negative in your life can actually create something positive. When you go through difficult things in your life, make it your testimony by how you respond and actually come back and recharge your life and take that momentum from the negative and turn it into a positive by the lessons that you learn. That's why we capitalize on beginnings. The fresh start comes in. The current research tells us that it's best to approach fresh starts when our performance isn't up to par. And so that is a time to reevaluate. And we all need to reevaluate our lives, especially coming out of COVID, where COVID has taught us so many negative habits and also so many positive things. You know, it's allowed us to reanalyze who we are and become the better people. We have a chance in this life to stop living on judgments and start understanding that everybody is more good than they are bad. Everybody's more right than they are wrong. And now we can begin to get to know people rather than run away and hide from people. We have a lot to learn from each other. We need to do that. There is wisdom in every place and in every person. It's just Sometimes we have to work really hard to find that wisdom, but when we do, it can offer great ingredients for our lives. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about the keys to starting a new life. So come back. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Dr. Gary Bell is available for speaking engagements as well as teaching at your seminar or workshop and life coaching via telephone Skype or in person in the Seattle area. Dr. Bell brings his no-nonsense, straight-from-the-hip discussions each week on the show, but it doesn't stop there. Learn about motivation and psychology, one-couple marriage repair, a two-day workshop in Seattle, and more. Visit drgbmft.com today or call Dr. Gary Bell at 951-818-7856. That's drgbmft.com or 951-818-7856. Did you know that the average American spends 90% of their lives indoors? It's tragic and it's true. We've lost our connection to the wilderness from which we came and it's impacting every aspect of the human experience. If you're ready to slow down and take a cue from nature to help you bring your best self to life, love, and work, and are ready for a breath of fresh air, then tune into Wellness in the Wilderness with Sydney Williams. Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Follow the Voice America Empowerment Channel on Twitter. You already know we're full of great ideas, and our hosts have plenty to say. We want to hear from you, too. Be sure to follow us at VA Empowerment and come back every day to see what's next. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. 
You are tuned in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. If you have a question for Dr. Gary or his guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. That's easy enough, but if you want to send an email, it will take some thinking. Got a pen? The email address is drgbmft at sbcglobal.net. Or you can just click on Email Host on the Voice America page. Now, back to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. All right, now we're going to get down to the brass tacks about how to change ourselves, how to start over again. You know, if you're going to start over in life, remember that you're not alone. And here's the thing. You know, if somebody is having suicidal ideation or suicidal thoughts, think about it. Wouldn't that be a great time for you to start over again? Wouldn't it be great for you to start taking care of yourself again? Wouldn't it be nice to stop focusing on expectations of yourself that you haven't met and get rid of the failure narratives that you've created and hung on to and created evidence and biased research that you're a complete failure? Why don't we begin to make change that really adapts to our soul, to who we are, what our purpose is in life, what our natural talents are? Why can't we have that? Why can't we go towards what we're passionate about in our life? Because that makes work easy. That means work is not work. It's a passion. It's a purpose. It gives us a way to connect and be meaningful to other people's lives. We want to help each other evolve. We want each other to evolve our lives. And that is so important for all of us to do. We're not here to, to, to be selfish and, and grab all our stuff and just keep it to ourselves. No, we are here to help each other and to learn from each other and to evolve from each other. That's what's important about life, and that's where love is. Love, the act of love, is the ability to have empathy for others, to care about other people. The act of love is having compassion for another. That is the act of love. If we talk about love, we don't understand it until we do it. All right, now, taking your first step at starting over in a new life is never easy. So the number one thing you must remember is that you're not alone and you need to have faith in yourself. You need to believe that you can change. You may be experiencing more difficult time than you've ever experienced before, and it's going to teach you something. And it may actually be more difficult than anything you've ever faced in your entire life. So everybody must learn how to start over again at some point. So you reach out to friends and family for support and help when you need it and let them know where you're headed. People want to help. When you make decisions, you're establishing your character. That is teaching people how to love you. If you're a person who avoids conflict and doesn't set boundaries, unfortunately, nobody knows how to love you. Nobody knows what to buy you. Nobody knows how to support you because you're indecisive. People with character, that means they have the ability to make choices, which you can always change your mind. But if we have the ability to make choices, we are teaching people how to love us. You know, you're not alone in this world. That's why we need to be decisive. And a decision you may make today may not be the same decision you make tomorrow because you may have learned something from the decision you make today. You know, that you do matter and people care about you. That is what's important. But if you want people to care about you, you have to assert yourself into life. You know, you will not drive others away. There's always hope. There's always a sense of being attracted. There's always commonalities. It's courageous to make choices because it's magnetic. It allows other people to go, oh, you like that. I like that too. 
Now we have a common ground. You know, you can survive hard things. When you start over in life by yourself, you're not alone. Go to the group where people are smarter than you, where people have been through things that are hard. Go to those people because they will teach you how to not reinvent the wheel. If you're feeling all alone and are in a new place, way out of your comfort zone, remember there are plenty of people who can help you through whatever you've had to deal with because they've done it before. You know, taking the next step and trying to make a new start in your life is bold. It's strong and it's a great thing. You need to reach out. You know, if I don't know how to work out, I need to go out to people who know how to work out. If I need to people to understand how to break a habit, I go to people who know how to break a habit. I don't need to learn that all on my own. I don't have to learn the hard way. I can learn from others. You need to reach out. And the best way to do that is to be humble and let people in. That means you admit your failures. You admit the things you've done wrong boldly and strongly and just face it and not live in secrets and not live in fear. Fear is the devil's playground. Everything in your life that will fall apart is done out of fear. It's an improper motivator. Faith and hope are the proper motivators. Compassion is what we have to have for life, even if people are negative and nasty and selfish. You know, you need to you need to talk to your friends and your family and your coworkers who give you support and give you some good tips on how they start over again. But the deal is we don't want to be dragging along toxic people in our life. If you have a mother-in-law, a father-in-law, if you have somebody, your parents, your siblings, whatever, if they're toxic, there's times in your life where you don't need them to be a part of it. If you're trying to change, unburden yourself from everything that is tying you down or minimalize the time that you spend in those relationships so that you can build yourself and become a better person. When you give to yourself, you are filling your own tank so that you can give to others. And, and, and they may even have a challenging time starting over in their own lives. And they will know exactly what you're going through. And that is the way we want to identify people in our lives that have made big changes and have adapted and have had strength. You know, if you don't have people in your personal life to support you right now, reach out. Get a therapist. Get a, a minister. You know, a spiritual leader, a priest, whatever. Reach out to people who know what that's about so they can help you. The good news is that most everyone will be happy you reached out to them. And they want to help because they want to share that knowledge that they've had, that they've been through, so that they can help you and create hope and faith. You can also call hotlines or email anyone whom you know uh, can share the sorrow. Reach out to a celebrity. Reach out to somebody you never thought you could add to your life. You'd be surprised how much we have in common with people in this world that have had a little bit of a, a spotlight on them. It's amazing what they have to go through, too. You know, sorrow, despair, loss, fear that you're feeling right now. Get rid of it. Understand, you can't accomplish anything. It's improper motivators. You know, talking about it helps. Hearing yourself think helps. You know, there are many really good people who want to help you get that fresh start. Get a chance. Help you press the, the reset button after a past life mishaps or past mistakes. So let them give you a helping hand and make a good friend that you can depend on. And you can use free counseling resources or you can talk with someone. You can, you can also Google for other people in the area that may have something like groups that may have something in common with you. Many counselors and counseling organizations will be happy to help you get your feet underneath yourself. Everyone needs to talk over things that they're thinking about, things that are getting in the way with someone so they can get some objectivity. 
if you have faith, you know, in God or Jesus or Buddha or whoever, any other form of higher power, deity you've chosen to believe, it's one of the best places to start creating a better future. Because people that are engaged with God and a spiritual being are actually engaged in life. That means that we're living. That means that we are engaged in the faith of living. It's a faith to go hunting for uh, some creature to eat dinner. It's faith to buy a new car. It's faith to get married. It's faith that to have children. It's faith to take a new job. It's faith to move, to, to start over again, to rebuild our life. All of those are faith-based things. And that is the groove of life. That's how we move through life. Faith-based decisions. And when we have some faith in something greater than ourselves, it's also an integral part of your overall mental health. If you think about it and you're in a relationship and you don't trust your partner, which so many people don't, but it, you know you can find a million reasons not to be with your partner. But the deal is, if you're going to focus on that, you're going to prove yourself right and end up divorced, which means that you lose your integrity. And now you've got to start all over again. Great. You know, you lose a lot when you make big choices and don't stick with them. It's unfortunate that people don't try to work their way through life, commit their way through life, and do the hard things and have the joy of what those benefits are when they get older. You know, faith in something greater than yourself teaches us how to live. And that is why the atheist has so much of a hard time finding gratification in life, simply because they have no way, no scale of learning faith. When we have life challenges, feeling a sense of despair, sorrow, loss, it can be hard to eat, to talk, to sleep, think clearly, not to mention the opportunity to reconnect with our core values. However, God or a higher power means for you that the connection can give you strength you need, take small steps, get you through tough times. It's there for you now, so reach out for it. You know, talking to someone who shares your beliefs it can be a great way to rekindle that connection and get through lots of things in your life that can be hard. But the deal is you don't want to get the Bible thumpers who give you scripture and all that stuff. You want to talk about faith. You want to talk about belief. You want to talk about God, but you don't have to sit there and do Bible thumping to, to teach somebody about God. God is everywhere. God is in life. And what we have to do is understand that we're not in control and we're never supposed to be in control. And the more you try to control the more psychotic you become, and then you develop symptomology of depression, anxiety, whatever. The other thing is, if you live with expectations, that's as if you think you are God. You're not. You have to live in the idea, instead of replacing you, what you want to do is replace expectations with preferences. I prefer. I prefer I was skinnier. I prefer I didn't have to wear you know, bigger clothes. I prefer that, that that was in better shape. I prefer I wasn't in pain. I prefer I didn't have cancer. I prefer I don't have a heart attack. Yes, that's life. Prefer, prefer, prefer. That's the way we have to make our way through life. And then we don't have all the emotional baggage tied to things that don't turn out the way we want them to be. Now we become more resilient. Now we become emotionally healthy because we have moved away from stupid controlling expectations. You know, often we drop out of participating in life instead of learning to lean into life and reach out for help. Let people help you to embrace change and to help you create a new social life. You know, we can all get stuck in a rut, but maybe you meet somebody that is well-networked and has lots of friends. Well, that's great. Maybe they can introduce you to those friends and now you start to mix with those people. Maybe you create opportunities in your own life to invite people over, bring people over, have a party. 
and then have another one and have another one and bring people into your life. And then all of a sudden you're going to start to mix and understand who fits and who doesn't. You know, make a conscious decision to open up your mind to the new opportunity that awaits you in your new life and a better life. Every day is a new day that's in front of you. If you can stop and recognize that right now as, as you're listening to this, you'll be okay. And you can change the direction of your path. You know, if no immediate medical, alcohol, drug element is involved, then you're probably not a grave digger. You know, if, if you're in danger, please seek help. You know, otherwise, you can begin to try your best to relax, to breathe, and take things one step at a time. Why don't we try to get to know who our soul is, who we are as a person rather than what we do, who we are, what we have to offer? You know, there's a great book called What Color Is Your Parachute? And it's about us making decisions about who we are, where we're headed, what we want to do, what our career might be, what will we be good at? Why can't we seek those tools instead of try to, try to reach inside ourselves and dig it out? Why don't we let other things help us dig it out so that we can think about the bigger thoughts and think about the motivations and think about the feelings behind doing things? You know, the big deal is we get an idea about something that we want to do. And then what we have to do is find an emotion and a way to, to make meaning out of what we want to do. If there is no meaning about what we want to do, then the problem is we have no emotional attachment. Therefore, we won't complete. So if you want to be a person who completes things, you have to have meaning in everything that you do. And that comes from our emotional faculties. You know, you have to also have faith that you will get through it if it's a hard thing. Anything in your life that's hard makes your life easier. You know, the house, the car, the money, the relationships, the, the job can all go. As bad as it may seem, losing stuff is definitely survivable. They can all be replaced if need be. Recognize that without them, you're fine. We all have good days and bad days. That's just life. You know, here's another thing. If you're going to breed and have children, there's, uh, you know, breeding stock and there's parents. If you're not a good parent, don't overexpose yourself to your children. You know, if you're a toxic person and you're a crappy parent and you're just breeding stock, don't rub that off on your children. If you can, surround them by people who will love them, who will treat them properly. 50% of our population in this life has to do with breeding stock, getting married and having children and not having the ability to commit or be the parent that they think they're supposed to be. They just want their ego to have the sperm or the, or the egg out there in the planet that reflects on who they are and what they look like. Their children is about them and not, the, not their children. If you're a parent, your life is about your children and carrying on the memories and the legacy of great lives and great memories that you create with your children. You know, the, the, we can all be replaced if we have to be, we're not replaceable. We are very replaceable in this life. You know, all you need is the next minute, the next hour, the next day, then the next month and the following year. Allow the rest of your life to unfold one moment at a time. And you'll find that starting over can lead you to find more happiness and more joy. Where does joy come from? Joy comes from your soul. Happiness comes from the recognition of good things that happen. We all have to have joy in our soul. Joy means we are available to happiness. Joy means we look for happiness in our life. When starting over, make a list of people you can re reach out to and talk with, such as family members, friends, loved ones, priests, social workers, neighbors, so uh, you know anybody. 
Help hotlines if you have to. Anyone that you can talk to should be on your list that you feel has something to offer you. Don't be afraid. You're not alone. Lots of people want to help you. So be open and let them help you. You know, that's humble. It's simple. But a lot of people are too egotistical and too prideful to allow life to teach them anything. We live in a culture of narcissism where people gaslight everybody else so everybody else appears to be crazy except for you and you only you have all the right answers. Sadly, that's what our culture has created. That is what our media creates. That's what our social media creates. A persona, a perfectionistic strategy. Once again, it creates lots of psychosis in our culture. You know, it, it, also, as, as, at times, life just gets tough and adversity gets the better of us. If you're going to live reactively to life, if you're always going to be worried about what's going to happen next, if you're always predicting a catastrophe, you're working yourself into a great amount of anxiety and depression and a very funneled down uh, uh, set of opportunities that you can have in your life. One day, well, we have everything we wanted, and the next day it's all been taken away. This happens in life. It can happen when you build up and become fragile because you have to make a certain amount of money to pay for this certain house and the certain car and the certain you have to have this certain lifestyle. Unfortunately, it forces us to be more of an ego and less of the person because we've created uh, the, the, the idea that we have to sustain what we've built. And quite frankly, some people build too much and don't have the resources to sustain it. Just because you can have it doesn't mean you can sustain it. We have to be reasonable in this life and think about how to gain resources and does this great big house offer us an opportunity to make life better for everyone? Does this house offer everyone something or is it just the way that I can prove that I can do this thing and have this great big house for a month, for a year, and then have to get sell it because I don't have the resources or the mentality to maintain? We need to create a life that is able to maintain, that does good enough, but not perfect, good enough. All right, let's take a break and come back. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Dr. Gary Bell is available for speaking engagements as well as teaching at your seminar or workshop and life coaching via telephone Skype or in person in the Seattle area. Dr. Bell brings his no-nonsense, straight-from-the-hip discussions each week on the show, but it doesn't stop there. Learn about motivation and psychology, one-couple marriage repair, a two-day workshop in Seattle, and more. Visit drgbmft.com today or call Dr. Gary Bell at 951-818-7856. That's drgbmft.com or 951-818-7856. If you're looking for a radio program focused on reinventing public education, look no further. Let's Reinvent School with Ross Dennis will have you graduating with a new perspective on the public education system and offer insight into what can be done to ensure that all children thrive in school and beyond. Let's Reinvent School, Thursdays at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device. 
including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. If you have a question for Dr. Gary or his guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. That's easy enough, but if you want to send an email, it will take some thinking. Got a pen? The email address is drgbmft at sbcglobal.net. Or you can just click on Email Host on the Voice America page. Now, back to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Welcome back, everybody. All right, we're talking about, you know, making a change in life, actually starting over again and again and again. You know, for instance, if we if we make an epic mistake or a disastrous failure, or, uh, you know, a humiliating uh, rejection like a divorce, unexpected tragedy or loss of something can immediately transform the dynamics of our lives, specifically how we live our life. Remember, we are creating a life. We are constantly creating a life. Never forget that. You know, whether you have faced a scenario such as uh, before and are, are still yet to face one, chances are sooner or later you'll find yourself in a situation where everything you have worked for suddenly falls apart and you're forced to start over again. Whatever life you had before, you no longer have. You must now start from scratch right now at this moment. But of course, this isn't necessarily a bad thing. Your life is, after all, very much like a book. And every change that is forced upon you provides you with an opportunity to begin writing the next chapter of your life. You know, given this adversity can in many ways become a humble blessing and a wonderful opportunity for you to turn over a new leaf, create a life for yourself that you never fathomed or imagined or expected. But of course, in order to take advantage of this new chapter, you must first acknowledge that all things just aren't working for you any longer. And this is, after all, an opportunity for you to start fresh. As such, you must let go of your past mistakes, failures, and regrets. And yes, by all means, learn from them. But don't carry them forward with you to the next chapter. These things are your past. And as such, they don't define you at the very moment. Be thankful for what you had and what you learned. You must, however, of course, take responsibility. And this is, my friends, is so hard in this life because a lot of people do not take responsibility for their life. It's sad and it's true. Um, And and it's unfortunate that people go that way. But here's what you want to do. Ask yourself. Acknowledge, first of all, this is of my own making. I accept things as they are, and it's time to make a new start. And it's only when you start taking full responsibility that you open the door to further possibilities as you begin writing the next chapter of your life. Now, of course, taking responsibility requires you to accept fully the bad things that happen 
to the best of people. However, judging these events and circumstances too early hinders you from seeing the true value of events beyond the present moment. You actually just never know how how the dots will connect in the future and where adversity will lead you. But your greatest challenges, you could very well become your most wondrous blessings. And that is what we all have to have faith in. Given the fact that sooner or later we all have to face some sort of adversity, it's important to spend a little time reflecting on what this truly means and how we can process it. You know, pain is inevitable, an unavoidable part of life, but it's a reminder that you're still alive. If you're in pain, you're still alive. Nothing really has any meaning except for meaning that you give it. Meaning is what we have to engage people at. What things mean to them is more important than what they are. What your marriage means to you is more important than your marriage. What your children mean to you is more important than having children. This is what's important. We create meaning in our life. But if your meaning comes from your ego, it's only about you. If meaning comes from your relationship, that is about your soul and your spirit. You know, we have to ask ourselves when things happen, how did this happen? What is the process that led to this choice? What's the lesson to be learned? Where is the blessing in all this? Because there's a blessing in everything. What opportunities extend from this to that that can help me move forward? You know, examining the process that leads to things is much more important for us to understand that that is the land of forgiveness. And we have to also examine what is our intentions. We need to have good intentions if we're going to create things that are going to manifest into other people's lives. You know, yesterday's history, tomorrow is a mystery, and it's the perspective and the attitude that the people bring to each and every situation. They don't uh, uh, allow themselves to hold on to the past that no longer serves them. Dogs don't do that. They don't hold on to the past. They move forward. They're resilient. Yes, they remember traumatic things that happened to them, but they don't have to live in it. They don't live in it. Every day is a new day for them. Every moment's a new moment. Why can't we as people grab onto that concept too? We see the past as being set in stone. It can't change if there's no need to worry or fret about it. You know, the, the perspective of the present as being running the stream of water. You know, we need to run that water. We need to keep the water flowing. And that is the way life is. We keep the water flowing. You know, every moment is a new beginning. The, the meaning in your life is here, 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 in this present moment. That is where we live. Thinking in a new and more optimal way, saying something different than inspires new responses and actions, this is a way to start a new beginning. Taking an alternative path that you never considered before. Making better choices based on wiser thoughts that come from failed attempts and mistakes. All these require some form of change to take place. And this change will, of course, feel comfortable at first or uncomfortable at first. But you'll probably doubt yourself. But the only real lasting mistake you can ever make is to do nothing at all or to invest your thoughts in catastrophe and preventing a catastrophe. Then why even take action if you're going to project a catastrophe? That is stupid. That's like going to the ballpark and playing on a, on a team and deciding you're going to lose the game. You know, come on. 
Why do we live like that? We can't control everything. Why can't we just enjoy the moments and create great opportunities, bold decisions to move forward? You might make some mistakes, but you might step into something that is incredibly helpful and teaching you about life. Never hold yourself back from starting over or going in a bold new direction. That is, after all, the path of wisdom and success. And this process, for all moments, when you're tempting to give up and quit, that's when you're saying, hey, I just need to change. I don't need to give up and quit. I need to change. I need to adapt. I need to do something different. But to quit is stupid. When we quit, we're teaching ourselves to always try. Just try. Just try this vegetable. Just try this thing. Just try to drive. Okay, great. Try? No. That's not life. Will, will, will. And it's a process, not an outcome. And stop measuring yourself on how other people have performed. If you're not a great chess player and you just start learning chess and you're comparing yourself to the best chess player in the world, that's stupid. It takes time to learn to do that. You're not going to become an instant expert. Anything that is keeping you tied to the past is hindering you from moving forward. A poor decision, a mistake. You know, if you miserably fail to achieve your objectives, it makes no difference. All of that is the past. Learn from it, but don't continue to focus on it. Let it serve you. Let it teach you. And you commit to creating something new and evolving out of where you were to something better. You know, clean out the clutter. You know, emotional clutter comes in a form of emotions that are, try that are uh, tying you down to the past. One of the best ways to progressively clear this emotional clutter comes through meditation. Meditation will help you settle your thoughts. You know, the other thing is divorce yourself from your childhood. You are not the child you grew up in. You did not make all those decisions for yourself. Your parents made lots of decisions that may or may not have fit you, that may or may not have been who you are. When you're an adult, you have a chance to claim your life and claim your childhood, claim everything and take it from there and make a life of it. But you don't have to take all the things that didn't happen well in your childhood and make that who you become as a victim of life. No, we step out of our childhood and we make a life. If you want to drain your energy, become a victim and a whiner. They will suck the soul straight out of your body. If you live with people and work with people who are whiners, they suck your soul forever. They want sympathy. They don't want empathy. Empathy is constructive. Empathy gives you a different perspective. I'll throw you a rope, you know, but I'm not going to join you at the bottom of the cliff. You know, the bottom line is we have to give people the option of doing something healthy, but we don't want to sit there and moan and groan with them about how miserable they are or what a victim they are. That is stupid. We are not victims. We live life. Yes, we are victims of different things, but we don't have to live in the personality of being a victim of life. You know, be grateful for all the lessons your past has given. Be grateful for the moment that, uh, that what it has to offer you. Give yourself permission to begin anew. You know, start over many times is necessary in order to create a life you desire to live. If you're beating the shit out of your kids, why don't you discover the idea of actually creating behavior contracts and consequences? You know, if, if, you're, if you're doing things to your children you shouldn't do by yelling at them or, or causing trauma in their life, why don't you change? Why don't you adapt? Why don't you create a better part of yourself? Why don't you be the better parent instead of the breeding stock that controls your children and beats the hell out of them? A lot of people do that, unfortunately. 
You know, you want to be a part of change and transformation. You want to ground yourself in the present and then evolve to a better future. But that means you have to surround yourself with better people than you are. And unfortunately, a lot of people want to be the great person in the room rather than the person that's learning from other great people. You know, unfortunately, we surround ourselves with people in our life that are destructive and have horrible habits and do stupid things. And we invest in time with them and we commit to them and we allow these the, the slippage of their stupid details and the stupid things that they do. No, you don't need that in your life. Don't you don't need to bring your drug dealing child into your home and create that and let it let it manifest into something poisonous for your whole life. Get them help, even if they don't want it. Get them help. You know, what happens? You know, what specifically went wrong? These are the things we have to ask ourselves because that teaches us what happened in the process that led to a bad outcome. And now we can change and go to something healthier. You know, how did we get into a situation? How do we learn from experiences? What was the potentially lacking that I needed to succeed? Where where could I improve moving forward? The deeper question and the more important question is who am I? Who am I really? You know, why am I this person and not someone else? Why am I the person that other people see me as this? We are responsible not only for what we think, but we're responsible for how we're seen. If you want to be seen as a turd, you're going to be a turd. You know, if you're going to be that, if you're going to hate people because you hate life and you're going to be hated. Yes, we don't give those positive things back, get positive things back when all we give is negative things. If you're a judgy person and all you do is judge people, you have the lack of foresight to understand that there's good in those people. There's things to learn from those people, you know? But the real question is digging deeper into yourself and say, what is my true passion? What are my greatest strengths? What areas do I still need to work on? What's life's purpose? And what's the purpose for this year, this moment? This month, this day, how do I see myself fulfilling those purposes? These are questions we have to ask ourselves constantly so that we can change and evolve and become smarter and wiser and more meaningful in our life. You know, you, you might have set some fantastic, empowering goals, and you very well might have laid down an effective plan of action for achieving it. However, this doesn't yet guarantee that you will follow through with the actions. What you now need to work on developing is necessary mindset and habits that reinforce the support to create the actions to do change in your life. You know, you stopped. You need to stop emotionally going, should I get out of bed? Do I need to get about? No, I don't. I, do I feel like getting out of bed? No. I do it and then I check in with how I feel. I exercise and then I check in with how I feel. If we start doing the right things in our life and building habits that are healthy for ourselves without emotionally negotiating them day after day after day, do I feel like going to work? Do I feel like going to class? Of course you don't. So why do you do that? We don't evaluate based on feelings. Feelings are flaky. You cannot trust them. You have to do and then feel. Do and then feel. That's how we live our life. All right. That's our show. I want to thank everybody for listening. I love hearing from you. And you could do that via our webpage at voiceamerica.com, the Empowerment Channel, Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. We also have a new Facebook page. Now, remember, if you can't think of a reason not to commit suicide, start all over. Why not build yourself into who you want to be rather than accepting where you are? And also, sometimes new beginnings feel like you need to take a breath, bend over, 
and kiss your ass goodbye. All right. Thanks, everybody. I hope you have a great new year. That's our show for this week. Please join Dr. Gary Bell for another edition of Absurd Psychology next Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now go impress your friends and family with what you've learned today and have them tune in next week so they can be almost as smart as you. 